VoiceAmerica.com. Afternoon and welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Welcome, 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 people, welcome to another week of Radio by George. That's right, I'm your host. Eddie George, I come to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. Spent Easter yesterday with my wife and family. I hope you had a wonderful Easter. That's right. It's springtime. Springtime is here. It don't feel like spring outside there right now. It's about 50 degrees. I don't know where you are in the country, but it's kind of nippy here in Nashville. But happy Monday to y'all. And thanks for tuning in and allowing me to be a part of your Monday experience. That's right. We've got a great show lined up for y'all today. Oh, man, I tell you what, past weekend was great. And the rare moments that I have to myself, man, uh, I slept, I read, I, I just enjoyed the time that I had. Because I'm typically on the road. Some, nine times out of ten, I'm coming to you live from somewhere else, whether it's New York or L.A. or somebody's office. Who knows? I don't know. But it's never at home. So I, I enjoyed this weekend with the family. Had a chance to go down to... Um, the church in Murfreesboro to Jewel. She's a friend of my uh, my wife. She went down to her church yesterday. Big shout out to you and, and all the people down there. And there was I sat in actually. Uh, I didn't have a chance to go to, to the service because my son, my youngest son Eric, he was cutting up. He didn't want to go into the Sunday school lesson. You know, with the other kids, I had to be there with him. He refused to leave me, let me go. So I had to sit there. My wife went upstairs, so I sat and sat with my son as he went through the Sunday school service. I'll tell you what, you know, I appreciate this one teacher. I forgot her name, and I hope she's listening today. But she was so enthused, so energetic with the kids, very patient with the kids from two to five years old. And she had them up on the chair screaming and shouting. And it was good to see this, you know, the energy that she had, you know, and, and getting these kids involved in spirituality. You know, and, and I just know when I was a young child, uh, I didn't care. <laughs> you know, all I wanted to do was eat my Fruity Pebbles and watch Transformers on TV. But she had these kids fired up about God and about spirituality and about the meaning of Easter. And I just thought that was so compelling. And uh, she just has a gift. So if you're listening, thanks for calling in or just listening today and uh, listening to what I have to say. But um, today is definitely about... Spring cleaning, it's about springtime and, and all that entails within that. And it's not just, you know, cleaning up the, the old clothes or getting rid of junk you don't need, but it's also symbolic in terms of getting the junk you don't need within your body. Yeah, that's right. You know, living, we talk about living the healthy lifestyle and working out and getting the towns off and getting the weight off and looking good, but you've got to get that, 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 that bad energy that's in the body that you stored deep inside, you may be holding on to that anger you had with your friend that owes you money or the girlfriend that, that, that stood you up or the boyfriend that cheated on you or whatever the problem may be, it's, it's stored in your, your, your body. 
and and that causes this ease and discomfort within you, so you can't be free to do what you want to do. So now is the proper time and the proper season to get this done right now to clean out all that energy. And one of the ways to do that is, one, by exercising. You know, that's a great way. I, this past weekend, as usual, I uh, go and do my deal when I run. I run every weekend at Percy Warner Park. But this time, you know, this was the first time in a long time that I haven't been out there. It's like five or six weeks. And every single time I go out there, it is a new experience for me. I mean, you know, those hills, I, once you think you've conquered them, once you think you know the path, it, it throws you for another loop. But, again, as I was running, I, I often seek God within that moment. That's the time when I'm, I'm still, I get into a good rhythm. I get into a good flow in terms of mentality, my mentality, and, and I just seek connection with God. And, and it's a great way because I have to deal with the external factors, and I have to learn to block them out or just elevate beyond it because my back is tight or my knees are sore or it's cold outside or I see this hill that's coming up, I really don't feel like climbing. That's when I say, okay, spirit, take over. I'll fall back and allow you to take over. And it's amazing what happens. You know, I can hear in my head my, my man I usually run with, Morris, uh, Morris Jameson, who's my trainer. He wasn't running with me, so I hear him in my head. He's a part of my conscious now where he's constantly telling me, all right, time to pick up those legs. You're about to approach this hill. Let's attack it. Let's come up this hill. And I used to hate hearing that voice, but now he's coming into my conscious. And, and as I was climbing the hill, I was thinking to myself, I said, you know what? We bring people in our lives for one or two reasons reasons, and that's either to feed the ego or feed the, 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 the conscious or the, the God in you, and people are there to either build you up or constantly keep you where you are in life, and that's, and that's what I came up with. I said, that's why you should surround yourself with people of like minds, what you want to do in life, and if you seek a higher realm, if you have that, that burning desire in your chest that you want to be more than what you, what you want to be or more than where you want to go in, in terms of where you are right now in your life, you can do that. You have to trust that. And it's so important that you surround yourself with the people, the group of people with the same mindset, because guess what? They hold you accountable, but they more importantly become a part of your subconscious, feeding into that, giving you the strength needed, giving you the, the mindset that you need to get there, that you're already there. You know, so that's one of the things that I learned this past past weekend. And in terms of my runs, I always seek to uh, seek that. And you know what? We're going to bring on my first caller uh, for the day. I'm going to bring in Sean from Virginia. Sean, you're on radio by George. How are you? How you doing, Sean? What's going on, man? I'm doing well. Uh, actually, I heard about your show from uh, a friend and colleague of mine, Rob Brantley, out of the Virginia Beach area. Yeah, yeah. Rob and calls in every week. Yeah, that's a good friend of mine, and uh, he told me, he was like, did you know that Eddie George had his own show? I was like, no, I hadn't heard it. And uh, he said, you should call in because I have two partners, and we, we have an up-and-coming uh, business ourselves. You know, we're okay. working on it and developing. But, um, you know, just picking up on what you were saying about the personal development, I agree, you know, uh, as, as far as using that self-discipline that all of us has, that's a decision that everybody's going to have to make, mm -hmm. you know. So I mean, I didn't want to jump in and oh no 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 this is but dog, this is what the show's about man you know we we, we this is this is a part of my world I invite you in and hey it's it's cool man 
It's cool, okay. but but no, nah, it's, it's it's not just about the the decisions you have to make, man. I just think that everybody has a calling, man. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and it's it's really like you say, it's up to you to develop that, but listen to it and trust it. You know, oftentimes, man, in my football playing career, you know, right. I played and lived out of fear. You know, and not realizing the fear of what people may have thought, fear of being a failure, fear of you know, getting hit or whatever it may have been, it was out of fear. And I had a pretty successful career out of fear. Now, I say to myself, I wonder what I could have done had I played out of love and out of pure, pure confidence. You know what I'm saying? Just, just the damage I could have done. And, and, that's, and that's the difference, man. It's, it's absolutely a spiritual awakening that I've, I've had over the last three or four years. You know what I mean? And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Well, you know, it seems like with... Yeah, I always remember hearing my father tell me that, you know, times are much harder than they ever were in the past. And, you know, he was he had even made a statement that even when times weren't as uh, equal as they are now, as I should say, uh, when it was segregation, mm-hmm. he was saying at least during segregation, uh, you know, black people had their own businesses, they interacted with one another, you know, and that's that's what I grew up around. And I know a lot of people aren't. Uh, in that same scenario where they grow up like that. But I think a lifestyle that you want for yourself and your offspring is something that we all are on equal ground and should aspire to. I know I just found myself and, like others that I've spoken to over the past, where we got to a point in our life where we were like, this just isn't enough. Yeah. You know, but it feels like just like every January 1st, you see people flooding, buying new exercise equipment. I'm going to lose it. And, you know, it's almost like mm-hmm. we're programmed to do such. It's almost like I had a burning desire to wish that it was like some type of boot camp for people to make you do what you know you can't. Mm-hmm. But you, you really can't get around it. It's something that you have to take the time to invest in. And help is out here. I mean, it's a, it's a hard process if you don't know what you're doing. And, you know, I, I'm yeah. starting off from that point, uh, or have started from scratch, just going to, had some college, <clears throat> excuse me, I had three years of college, didn't, <clears throat> excuse me, didn't finish paying, so I didn't finish, but, I went into the workforce, and mm-hmm. then I surrounded myself around people. I was always reading uh, self-help books like uh, Napoleon Hill, Thinking Go yeah. Rich. That's right. I uh, was, was always into something that was a legal hustle, you know, if you will, something that I could really uh, show my talents, and I felt that I wouldn't get picked up in a regular job. But always had that burning desire to read more and find out, but applying it back then was my more of an issue. Now, now coming along, it seems like the effort that I put out there along with the people around me is helping me go so much further. And then just hearing other folk, just like you and your perspective, you know, I, regardless of your credentials, I think when people speak on growth, regardless of your level of growth, you still have something that you can contribute yeah. and say, hey, look, this is how it changed me, and I'm still going because I can't right. quit, you know. That's right, man, and, and, that's, and that's the key, you know, is, is just understanding what your true calling is, you know, because for me, um, for a while, man, you know, you get so consumed. I got consumed with um, the football lifestyle and, and all the all the benefits that came with it. You know, it was my identity at one point in time. So now, when it when it was over, I thought my identity died. But in essence, I I I became alive. You know what I'm saying? It woke me up to, you know what, it's something else in me that football was just a vehicle to get to where I am now. Now, where do I go? I'm not sure, but it's, 
it's in my heart to to speak this and to trust whatever come else comes my way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And in terms of the whole lifestyle, that's why it's so important not just to say it's about lifting or dieting, but truly getting into the essence of who you are through mm-hmm. prayer, through meditation, whatever your your religious beliefs are. I, I don't know, but it's more of a spiritual journey. Right. That that that's what it is. That's what it's about for me. You know, in terms of working out, it allows me to get to that that place with with myself and the God in me when I run, because that's when my head is clear, and that's when I, I it allows for creativity to come in, or or those alternatives to problems that I may have in a certain situation. I die to myself at that point in time. I take my ego out of that. You see what I'm saying? And I tell you, I don't know if you heard of this book that's out, man. It's pretty hot right now. I mean, it's all over Oprah and everything else. It's by Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth. A New Earth. And we're going to talk about that a little bit on my show today with my man Jeff Carr in the next segment. But it's, it's, it's talking about awakening your life's purpose. And I haven't read it yet, but some of the same philosophies is, is that it's, it's what I feel and what, what resonates with me. And I'm just curious to hear from other people like yourself that are out there feeling that same that same burning desire that you're more than just a football player or a secretary or this or that, but truly a light being. You know what I'm saying? So so listen listen up for the next segment, Big Dog. And I thank you for calling in. So people stick around. We're going to have a great show lined up for y'all. So get lined up. Call in. I want to hear your perspective when we come back in two minutes, y'all. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. The Carrie Douglas Show, where the CEO of Worldwide Music Incorporated and the founder and publisher of Gospel Truth Magazine, Carrie Douglas. By tuning in weekly, you will gain insight, tips, and tools to help get your career started. From how to market yourself to distribution of your product, learn the power of faith-based marketing and much more on The Carrie Douglas Show. Join Carrie each week with guests from the gospel music industry, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors as they discuss faith-based news, events, and trends. The Carrie Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas broadcasts each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and is brought to you by Gospel Truth Magazine and Worldwide Music Incorporated on the Voice America channel. The Carrie Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas, your premier source for faith based entertainment, news, events, and trends. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com. 
www.thegreatlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. That's right. Welcome back to Radio by George. That's right. You heard the number, so call in if you want to chime in on the conversation, if you have any thoughts. Today we're talking about awakening your life's purpose. And I bring on with me is my main man, Jeff Carr. Jeff, you're here with me. Brother, I am absolutely here. Excited, as always, to be here with you and to talk to the family of Radio by George. I'm excited about today. I'm excited for um, all the good things that are happening for you and for all the people who might call in and talk to us today also. Yeah, man. It's, this is a, um, an interesting topic, a hot topic, actually, man. Um, you know, we're going to jump right into this because we don't have two hours, only have an hour, mm-hmm. or really less than that right now. But there's a book out by Eckhart Tolle mm-hmm. called A New Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called, it's basically Awakening Your Life's Purpose. And in a nutshell, it's talking about the observer, which is the subconscious, and the thinker, which is the conscious, mm-hmm. and how they two, the two just constantly class against each other in terms of the, the, the thinker is the ego. And where most people get into problems, they feed the ego, where they have to uh, live for a certain perspective, uh, where people have a certain perspective of them, they live for the the the, the uh, earthly things, whereas the subconscious is represents God, the God in you. Where if you give into that, then all the things that you may want in life will seem minute and and, and not very important. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. One of the things, though, when we talk about this this kind of thing, and Eddie, you know, as you know, we've talked and had great conversations before about everything that has to do with spirituality and how that relates to the, to the real world. One of the things that, uh, that Eckert is talking about in his book, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose, is uh, talking about accepting the state of humanity mm-hmm. uh, and, and how we get rid of the ego-centered mind because the ego-centered mind will lead us to a state of insanity. So it, it all comes down to centering yourself. And I've had a variety of, of spiritual experiences. If people didn't get the web blast or hadn't visited me on my site, uh, then they, they might not know. But I've got a spiritual background that has led me to meet mm-hmm. all kind of people from all kind of traditions. I've mm-hmm. got friends who are Buddhists. Yeah. Uh, I've been initiated into Ifa, which is a Yoruba uh, cosmology, a way of looking at wor- the world through an African perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, traveled and visited and studied. Uh, Egyptian or Kemetic spirituality, mm-hmm. and I'm an ordained Baptist minister. So uh, in the, in the course of all of those, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. Put, you put those things together. And there are absolutely people out there who would say, well, how in the world can you do that? Aren't those things different? Yeah. And uh, I can say from experience that in, in systems of spirituality, there are many more things that are alike uh, than there are things that are different. 
And those things that are alike are the things that center us and pull us together as human beings. And at this particular juncture in humanity's progression, many of us are seeking to find a higher purpose. And that purpose exists behind, beyond the job. Yes, it exists beyond the relationships that we have. It has to do with finding that spiritual part of ourselves mm -hmm. that will define for us how we're going to live out the rest of our lives. And it's the reason why that best that self-help books are the number one selling books in the country, mm -hmm. that ministries are growing by leaps and by bounds, because people, especially in these hard economic times that we're having, are looking for purpose and looking for hope. And hopefully we can continue to talk about these issues. And if, if people have questions or comments or testimonies mm -hmm. that they want to give, we'll, we'd love to take those calls, too, and we'd be you know, glad between the two of us spiritual brothers That's I right. think we can help some, thing, help some people out well <clears throat> we want to get a perspective from my man Eric Hicks from New York Eric you're on radio by George thanks for having me man uh, thanks for having me I, I really really am into this conversation that you're having here because I've kind of lived my life by uh, certain things and certain principles that I learned at an early age and what that is is that you really have to kind of deprogram yourself mm. deprogram the self-conscious and then reprogram yourself because what I'm finding when I speak to um, people after a certain age and try to tell them that they can be what they want to be and be really positive and motivate them, after a certain age, it's kind of tough to break through. And I would just like uh, the both of you to kind of address what are some of the techniques used or do you believe in actually deprogramming somebody and kind of cleansing the subconscious mm -hmm. and then putting in the right fuel or the right food Wow. to uh, make someone go in a, in a right direction so they can reach their potential. And, um, Eddie, I just want to tell you, Rob Brantley, good brother, told me to give you a holler, and I love <laughs> what I'm hearing on your show. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Eric. Thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for calling in, Eric. Well, I'll tell you, you, tell you what, man. You know, there, there definitely are some ways, you know, I guess, uh, of reprogramming or, 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 as some people may say, um, uh, venting or uh, cleaning out your closet, so to speak, um, through so many ways, uh, meditation for me, you know, as you know, Carr, that was something that uh, I struggled with, you know, four or five years ago, mm -hmm. three years ago, because my mind was so caught into the not now, not the present. It was caught into the future or the past. And I had to uh, really just decelerate myself, my pro thought process, and meditation allowed me to do that, you know, and that's number one by really focusing on the breath. And, and really just allowing myself to relax into a different state of mind, allowing uh, that subconscious to come forth or the God to come forth in me. And, uh, and that's a great way. Uh, there, there's also so many other ways that, that you can uh, detox, so to speak, uh, now that you speak on that, Jeff. Well, yeah, they're, they're, and there are a number, number of ways of doing it. I think that one of the things you said with meditation, a lot of times people get kind of weirded out yeah. when you say a word like meditation. And all of a sudden they think you're going to have to sit down and ring a bell and start <laughs> chanting words in Sanskrit or some language they don't understand. And when you say that sometimes around church people meditation, it's like, oh, now hold on now. I'm not getting into all of that New Age stuff. But I can tell you that we often, meditation is practiced all the way around. Uh, if you're from the country, there was a time when your grandmama had a, a prayer closet or some place where she went when all was going wrong for the family. Uh -huh. and they needed the grandmother to say a prayer for everybody, she went away from everybody else. Mm. And she went into a closet, and she fell on her face, and she cried out. And in that particular case, she probably cried out to God or to Jesus or Yeshua. 
she cried out, and then she laid out and didn't do anything. Because we understand that even in the Christian tradition, prayer is when we talk to God. Mm-hmm. Meditation is when God talks to us. So there definitely has to be a deprogramming of the way we do this because it's the same principle when we're talking about breathing and moving the energy mm-hmm. up from through our chakras mm-hmm. up to the crown chakra to the place beyond us right. when we are being guided by another force, which is no thing or nothing. It's the same process, and that is when you got two walkie-talkies, E, mm-hmm. and you're trying to communicate, you press the talk button and you say what you need to say. Right. When you want to hear, you have to release the talk button That's right. so the other person can talk back to you. That's right. Now, you can't be mad or angry if you're continually pressing the talk button all the time and you never release it so that you can hear the answer. <laughs> yeah. so, so, it, so oftentimes, oftentimes, God, the Spirit of God is trying to speak to us. Mm-hmm. He's trying to say things to us. And we're so busy complaining continually that we can't sit still and deprogram and make space for God to talk to us. Mm-hmm. And that's, that just goes back to, uh, to the notion of yeah. when, he said, when, the, when Eric said deprogram, and that's it. If you ever been in, uh, trying to download something to a computer and they say not enough space, guess what? You've got to go to that hard drive and clear off some of the stuff you don't need exactly. if it's valuable enough. Exactly. Indeed, it all goes into a spiritual lifestyle. Right, and that's and that's so so important when you when you make that commitment is to is to clear out all that old stuff that you don't need, and that's that anger or that or that that um, that jealousy or enviness, envious that that you may have uh, for for something or somebody. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's true. Because so, there are a lot of things that we think we need, but we really don't need them. Exactly, and that could be a relationship, that could be a drug of choice. Uh, and drugs are not just, you know, we think of drugs, we think of a guy, cat on the corner saying, man, give his cent. But drugs can be sugar, drugs can be sex, mm-hmm. drugs can be attention. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a lot of things that we use to self-medicate ourselves, and That's it's right. because we're continually searching. So when we are able to recognize that, arrest that process, reach a place where we can find a state of meditation to hear our divine purpose and then assess our gifts, we can make some amazing things happen. Well, let's hear what Rob from Virginia has to say. Rob, you're on Radio by George. Hey, Rob, turn your computer Hello. down a little bit. Hello. Rob, what's up, man? Oh, I didn't even hear you. I'm so sorry. Hey, 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 let me just first of all say that uh, you, your show, and Mr. Carr, you're like a, a breeze of, of fresh air, man. I wish this show was more than just... An hour, man. Uh, <laughs> Thank hey, you, Rob. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and you talked about negative energy, and you always talk about health. Now, I have a comment and a question regarding negative health. Now, negative, I mean, being negative, having stuff bottle up inside of you, having negative stuff inside of you, is that unhealthy? Mm. Is that unhealthy? Uh, uh, yes, Absolutely. Uh, definitely, especially from even from a spiritual perspective, yeah. holding on to negative things will hurt you as much as, as if the doctor tells you too much sugar is going to hurt you and you keep eating sugar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the reason why I said that is because um, I've been holding some negative energy inside of me for like the last five months. Um, and guess what? Yesterday I addressed this negative energy and I feel strong i feel healthy yeah. so that's good that's all i wanted to say and uh hey keep up the good work thanks hey, a lot rob hey rob thanks for calling in man oh absolutely man 
Indeed. And Eddie, let me piggyback on that one real quick, because this is something that a lot of people, a lot of people out there listening with, struggle with. They say, man, I've been holding on to something Mm -hmm. for five years. I've been holding on to something for ten years. Well, if you're in a tug of war, you find yourself tugging back and forth with something. Ask yourself the question, what takes more effort, to hold on and to pull in that tug of war Mm -hmm. or to let go of the rope? And that's what people don't realize, that holding on to the rope is taking you more time and more effort than letting go. That's right. Well, we're going to let go to a commercial right now. When we come back, we're going to talk more about spirituality, the benefits of it, and the healthy lifestyle. When we come back in two minutes, y'all, stick around. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's pretty scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. VoiceAmerica.com 
You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. You're on with myself and the great Jeff Carr. Jeff, you here with me? I'm absolutely here, brother. Yeah, before we left, man, um, I think Rob was talking about cleaning out that negative energy and addressing that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm one that, you know, I'm always going to seek ways to, uh, to, to deal with my issues or the detox of, uh, you know, uh, negative energy or spiritual energy, but through prayer, meditation, even sweats. Um, recently, man, I just uh, seek someone who does a body alignment, mm. and I was able to deal with um, some issues that I that I suppressed for years. And when I say years, I mean years of suppression. You know, from anger to rage, extreme rage to uh, uh, extreme depression, mm. and. It was amazing how I felt afterwards because if you if you truly come face to face with that and and deal with it and let it go, I mean, just all over my body. I mean, my body responded in a way where it felt like I was detoxing. Mm-hmm. You know, where I was kind of sore in certain areas and and I was able to breathe better. And you know, it was just it was just an amazing experience. So I can definitely speak to to uh, letting a lot of those things go because I think oftentimes we'll put things down inside of us that we think we're over, but we're really not over. We just put it in a different place. Yeah, and we, we categorize things. Like you say, you stick them somewhere and you don't think about them anymore. But I'm recall, uh, recalling a story that a young lady was telling me uh, when she was uh, in L.A., a friend of mine in L.A. who's a producer, and she was having a hard time getting her car to get this scent out. She was having this horrible smell whenever she got in her car. She cleaned the car out, vacuumed the car out. She did everything that she could and uh, couldn't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, uh, she, she took the car to a detail shop, and they pulled everything, backseat everything, and they had found in the trunk of the car uh, a, a, a carton of milk had slid into a crevice when she had gone to the grocery store, mm-hmm. uh, she got home, and, of course, I guess she figured she had forgotten the milk. But what had happened was the, the milk had slid out of the paper bag and slid down into a crevice in the car, had, had, had gotten pierced, and had sat there in the trunk for God knows how long. Mm. Now, eventually, milk is something that's good for you. <laughs> it's something that she, uh, at one point, purchased. That's right. For her nutrition. That's right. It's something that she put in the safety of her trunk of her car so that, that it wouldn't come uh-huh. to any harm and get to her destination. Well. And it fell into the crevice, uh-huh. was pierced, and all of a sudden something that was a source of nutrition. Well. That was good, that was invested in. Well. Became something that stank and became rotten and something that if she wanted to move on and have any more peace in her car, at least it, 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 in a in a sense of, you know, what's, what's there, what she could smell and feel in the environment, she had to find the source of it. That's right. And remove it. That's right. Now, she couldn't go to the, to the trunk and pull out the carton and say, you know what, 
I got to find a way to make this milk work. Yeah, yeah. You know, or I, can, I, or I got to find a way since I paid my money. I got to yeah. find my way to use this carton. Yeah, get a use out of it. You right. got to listen. That thing is old. It has served its purpose. It, its purpose has turned in your life. You got to search through your trunk sometimes. That's right. And find the source of that rotten smell. That's right. And you've got to pull that thing, no matter how much time you invested in it, no matter how many years you've invested uh-huh. in it, no matter how much money you've invested in it, you've got to pull it and get rid of it. Because what we often do is, we what? just get used to the scent. That's right. Right? <laughs> and we start changing ourselves. We say, well, I'm going to hang some incense up. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm just going to ride with the windows down. Yeah, yeah. But the exactly. bottom way is we, we, have to, we have to reach a point where we can be bold enough to search ourselves, our spirits, our minds, our hearts for those things which may have turned sour mm-hmm. and to eliminate those things. And that takes some boldness. It takes boldness. It takes courage. And you've got to be honest with yourself. Honesty. Honest Honesty. with yourself. Let's, now, we have a call online, Kenesha from Tennessee. Let's see if she's honest with herself. Kenesha, you're on Radio by George. Hi. Hey. How you doing? Uh- I'm doing well. I'm so glad to um, just be able to get a comment in. This show is really good. Um, One thing that I've just been noticing with even people that I'm around when we deal with spiritual things, um, that everybody tends to deal with everybody else. Mm -hmm. And they never deal with themselves because that's the center of everything, is having to really confront. And you had just made a comment, Mr. Carr, about, um, you know, having to have that boldness to really search yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people really understand how important it is to really, really take a mirror, look at yourself, and say what's going on with me and what is it that I want, what is it that I need, what are the changes that I need in my life. Because we get so uh, programmed, even when we're younger, mm-hmm. to believe a certain thing or to, um, you know, follow this direction. There's no other way. You just got to do it this way. But we never take the time to personally make a decision ourselves. How important would you say, or what advice would you give to people on ways to really have to um, to search themselves, even if they don't have that boldness, but a way to really, you know, look at themselves and see what's going on? All right. Thank you for that call. Thank you. Fabulous. Thank you. Fabulous. Um, e on that, I'll say and let you and let you jump in it. Really, when we have these conversations, especially, um, a lot of people ask or say, they, a lot of people, when people come to me, say, for instance, and they want assistance with, with finding purpose or reaching goals or whatever it is that I might advise with them time to time, I always tell people, listen, this is a journey that you and I are taking together mm-hmm. because I'm constantly in the process of doing the same thing myself. Mm-hmm. And as often is the case, it's so much easier to see junk when it's on other people that is when it's on us. That's right. But uh, I, I'm reminded of a, being in the mall a couple of weeks ago, man. I was in one of the technology stores. I like that. <laughs> and I was walking by these little mirrors. Uh-huh. And, you know, I had gotten to the mall, washed my face, you know, shaved and everything. And I got to one of those little mirrors that had the little ring light around it. Yeah. And it magnifies your face by like a thousand times. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I was like, man, that looks kind of weird, you know. And I, something told me just be bold enough to look at yourself in the mirror. Man, when I looked in that mirror... I had all kind of little tiny uh, pores sticking up out of the end of my nose and <laughs> microscopic boogers and all kind of things. Man, I said, ah, it was horrible, man. Tight, huh? <laughs> I mean, it was horrible, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I said, but look at this, though. Even though in a regular mirror I looked to perfection for what perfection might be for me, it's all relative, but I looked good. 
But when I got to a mirror that magnified it, mm. and I looked at myself with mm. the light on, mm. and nothing else there but my face, I saw all the imperfections, and that's what it takes sometimes. It takes being bold enough to look in that mirror and then to accept what you see and to not be so frightened about it because mm. we're all human beings, that's and right. we all have those imperfections, and it's all okay as long as we work to strive to, 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 to meet that purpose inside of us and understand that imperfections are just a part of the game. All right, well, let's see what Anthony A.G. from Virginia, he's got something to say. Anthony on Radio by George. All right, all right, Eddie, man, i just like to say, man, I appreciate what you're doing right here. Uh, you're definitely giving us uh, earful and some knowledge and some nuggets that we could take home and share with our, our family and our, you know, our loved ones. So, you know, I appreciate you doing that. You're definitely a leader in your community as well as outside of it, um, as well as uh, you know, uh, your your co-worker, co- counterpart, Mr. Carr, is that what his name is? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're doing a great job, man. Keep up the good work. Um, I just want to touch bases on something you were talking about. You were saying about uh, just how the, the religious uh, uh, upbringing and how, and how it could help you enhance, you know, a, a better life as, as far as, like, just, um, I would say, healthier, you know, Tell me something, Eddie. When you were in military academy, was the religious side of it um, that exposure um, a big help as far as like guiding you, guiding you to your uh, your success as far as like being in the league? Um, because you know people, you know, don't see that as a major part of what's really going on because it's not really um, pushed out in the, in the entertainment industry. You never really see that on uh, ESPN. But you know, I know a lot of guys are very religious in their upbringing, and, you know, it's just not shown and, and brought to the forefront. So do you really think that's a major part of a lot of um, athletes going out here and not really doing a lot of the things they should be doing as far as in the community as well as guiding and leading their families to, uh, you know, the financial education that they need? Mm-hmm. Well, to answer your question, man, you know, as far as the, the spiritual aspects, you know, going going to military school, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that uh, I'm one to uh, be on the religious side, I'll be more on the spiritual side, and that's and that's really uh, tapping into my intuition and what resonates with me in terms of what God is and who God is. And without that, without that that uh, that voice within um, telling me to continue to move forth and to continue to push forth, I wouldn't have made it through Fork Union or through Ohio State or through the NFL without relying on that. And, and, and truly listening to that, and, and you know that has nothing to do with uh, you know making uh, mistakes or errors or I mean that that's a part of the human experience. But for me, it, it's always been this life is about a spiritual journey. It's not about you know uh, accumulating as much money as I can or um, having illustrious jobs and, and being seen in a different light. It, it's really about. Um, coming in contact with God and, and, and spreading that word among to the children or people that aren't necessarily aware of that and truly living that. I mean, it's one way, it's one, it's one thing to say, to say it and just say the words or just follow the rules, but to truly tap into that and experience that as a whole other realm. And I've, not, I have done both, you know. So, but uh, as far as the young brothers out there and, and that's playing football right now, I think they – they're there for a reason, and I'm pretty sure that they are spiritual, but sometimes the spiritual eye can be closed because of the cars, the jewelry, the women, the, the, the perks that you get uh, by playing the game, but it's still within you. It's still that burning desire you have in your chest 
no matter where you are in life, to say, you know, it's just not enough. And, and that's how I always felt that it just wasn't enough. But, you know, moving forward, I, I had to continue to, to trust and believe in God, and, and, I, and that's what I've done. And, and I continue to do that. But we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about spirituality and just what Easter meant and just what clean out your closet really means. So we'll get back to me and my man Carr in two minutes, y'all. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. We are approaching our third and final hour, which is known as fourth quarter. And we're going to take our call of Karen from Tennessee. Karen, you're on Radio by George. Uh, thank you so much for having this forum. I had a question for uh, Mr. Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, being raised in a religious family, and I'm a very successful person, I find that um, you know I've kind of run into a clash with some of the biblical texts like honor thy mother and father and your days will be long. Well how do you how do you do that and still stay true to yourself? Both my parents are um are addicts mm-hmm. and um very poisonous relationship, you know, from when I was a child. There was a lot of abuse there. And I don't I wanna keep that away from my children and, you know, I, I still love my parents but then at the same time I'm trying to stay away from them in that kind of situation. How do you do that? 
Yeah, uh, that's a real good question because a lot of people um, struggle with that. Um, you know, it talks about that. When you're talking about that, that particular passage, I believe that's one of those uh, passages from the Testament in, in, Ex- in Exodus, Exodus 20. Um, honor the father and thy mother. A lot of people think that honoring means just taking on uh, everything that belongs to them in terms of the negative too and honoring that. Honoring sometimes is, is healing. Honoring is sometimes forgiving. But honoring is also acknowledgement. There's some of us who are born into less than ideal circumstances. Some of us have fathers who were there in the household. Some of us have fathers who took off. Some of us who have the same things going on with mothers. But with the, with the, fact, the fact of the matter is, had they not come together at the time when they were appointed to come together, then we would not be here on this planet. So we owe that biological debt of gratitude to them. So sometimes honoring them is not enabling them in their addiction, but trying to always be there for them in any way we can, at the same time acknowledging their, their importance to us, biologically and physiologically speaking, as parents. The other way that we can honor them is by looking at the things that they were not able to succeed in, in our lives, not holding on to that, but using that. When people say positive and negative, sometimes negative is, is, is important because it gives us a better perspective on the positive. Mm-hmm. Seeing a rainy day helps us appreciate the sun more. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes we take those things that we did not have and we pour them into our children and our family. So in essence, we are still honoring our parents by taking the best things that we may not have ever had and pouring them into our family. It's why people who are successful a lot of times in relationships and relationships especially with their family and children have are children who have come from broken homes. And so they work hard to make sure that they're not going to be in the same situation. Tashi, thank you very much. Thank yeah, you for calling in, Karen. Hey, Karen, keep on striving forward. All right, we got uh, Tana from North Carolina. You're on Radio by George. Hello? Tana? North Carolina? No? Hello, there's a Tanya from North Carolina. Tanya, Tanya, okay. <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> Good. I'm so glad to make it on the show. I've been trying to call in a couple times and I always get near the end when you're about to get off, uh-huh. and I never get a call through. But I really like the topic for today, um, spirituality. That I cannot live without spirituality. Mm. Spirituality to me is, first of all, a relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. With him... None of us would be here, and with him, none of us would be doing the things that we are doing today. And spirituality is so important. I think we need to rightly define the word and put it in its proper place. Um, For an example, I am a high school teacher. I am a mother of three, ages 17, 15, and 9. I have been married for 19 years. My husband is a legal attorney, prosecuting attorney for our city, and I teach at an at-risk, hard-to-feel school. Mm. When I say at-risk, you may be cursed out, you may, you know, be mistreated, any kind of way. Now, I don't have that in my home, but yet still I go to work every day and I have these encounters with the children. Oftentimes people say, why do you bother doing that? You don't have to. Yes, God has blessed me to afford some of the finer things in life where I don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. But yet still, I need to make an impact in those children's lives. 
when you talk about spirituality, it is a mindset. Um, it is a relationship with Jesus Christ. It is giving back and helping those. Um, going to school every day, working with those kids. Some of those kids, I mean, a lot of people was like, forget this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't have to deal with it. You're not my kid. You don't live in my house. Mm -hmm. That's your problem, your issue. But a lot of those kids, they lack love. Mm -hmm. They lack things that we see and we give to one another and our family members on a day-to-day basis. And I have turned some of those kids around. I've had some wannabe little gangbangers that have now become very studious in class um, or on the A honor roll. I've had all kinds of situations. And to me, I am making an impact mm-hmm. on those kids' life. Now, spirituality, for me, I would feel like I am not fulfilling God's given will for my life if I don't go into that school system every day, into that classroom, and teach those kids. Yeah. Um, there is a God-given purpose. There is a God-given will for each one of us. And until we walk in that God-given will, we will not fulfill his will. Mm. And until if we're out of his will, we're not going to be happy. We're not going to be content. Yeah, there are some more pleasant jobs, or I could just stay at home and be, you know, worry-free and stress-free. Mm-hmm. But going there and leaving there every day, when I get to my house and I look at my wonderful kids and my spouse, I can say I have given back to those kids. Yes. A lot of those kids, all they need is some of those kids have never been told you're pretty, you're, um, I love you, or they have never been hugged. They don't see that. And like they say, hurting people hurt others. So uh-huh. oftentimes when they act out or when they're being disrespectful, they're uh-huh. hurting themselves. And if you could just tap into that, and I have done that with these mm-hmm. kids, and I feel so fulfilled. Actually, about a month ago, my husband has a private jet. And about a month ago, we took about 17 students to Washington, D.C. to wow. set in on a caucus meeting. Mm. It was very nice. Yes, a lot of those students had never been outside of the city that they live in. A wow. lot of those students had never flew before in a commercial flight, let alone a private jet. Mm-hmm. A lot of those kids had never stayed in a hotel room, Mm. and I'm like, this is an opportunity. God has afforded me, Mm -hmm. and I would be nothing but a heel if I didn't bless the one that's less fortunate, and I see God doing miraculous things because of what I'm doing for those kids. I've seen their lives change. That's right. I've seen, I've met the parent. You know, they say when Mm -hmm. you meet the parent, you see the bigger picture. The fruits don't fall far from the tree. A child only knows what it's taught. Mm -hmm. on what it has not been taught, and I've seen some of the parents change. You know, these people care about my kids. Look what they're doing for my kids. And that that speaks to it, Tanya, the nature of sacrifice. I know we're going to we're probably close to the end of the show, but we appreciate the comments, but I want to, and thanks for calling in, but uh, I want to piggyback piggyback on something you were saying, because it brought out something, the nature of sacrifice. Um, And and, uh, Christianity just celebrated the death and resurrection of Jesus, and one of the things that he did was he sacrificed his life because of love. He didn't have to do that. So that's the spiritual principle of sacrifice, and all of us. Sacrifice is giving up something you don't have to do. And Tanya didn't have to, and her husband did not have to put those kids on their plane. She did not have to stay in the inner city. But when you give sacrifices like that, it brings joy into our lives. So, yeah, indeed, we agree. 
I agree with that. Well, that's that's the end of our show. Jackie, thanks for calling. Well, excuse me, Tanya, thanks for calling in. Jackie from Chicago, we want to get to you next week. Oh. Stick around. I know we had a whole bunch of people calling. It was a hot topic today, Chalk Car. I think Indeed. we may have to do a second a second show next week on this topic. Huh? Hey, we, we can keep it rolling next week, we'll, man. We'll we got a lot of next people week. We'll, we'll have a, a part two to this thing, let you people call in, see what your thoughts are about spirituality. Thanks for calling in. Same time, same place. Next week, I'm Eddie George. Y'all have a blessed day and clean out your closets, spiritual closets. Work out first, meditate, do whatever you have to do to get there. But get there. Peace and happiness. Gone. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.